and welcome to the Film Daddy Podcast. I'm Brittany King, I'm with Yan Siri, and this is the first episode, so it's episode one, right? Yeah, 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 definitely. We've done it so professionally and nothing went wrong to get here, so that's all yeah. good. We definitely didn't just spend 45 minutes trying to figure out how to Skype each other and do a podcast at the same time. No, because obviously, you know, we know these things and we prepared this in advance. So. Yeah, we're professionals. Um, yeah, and definitely. professionals are prepared. They do things in advance and they don't try to do it last minute. We're the epitome of professionalism in exactly. everything that we do. Which is the only thing you need to know about us if you're going to listen to this podcast. It's professional down to a yeah. T. It's, it's extremely professional. And we're not drinking on the job. Definitely not. I've not had two beers so yeah. far, so it's okay. Exactly. Um, so anyway, if you don't know Film Daddy, which you probably don't, because no one does, sad face, uh, <laughs> we're a film blog. You can find us at filmdaddy.com, and we write about, you guessed it, film and stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, and if you want to you wanna talk about that, yeah, not only film, but TV, pop culture, video games, and literally everything in between there. So this is our natural step to reach a bigger audience, we hope, fingers crossed, share with your friends. Um, so we're just going to talk about some shit tonight that we've come up with. <laughs> yeah. It is, it is structured, though. We have got structure. We have structure because our first part is um, us saying hello and shit, and so we named it Hello and Shit. Yeah, you love that name, don't you? I love that name. I'm going to capitalize li- it in my notes. <laughs> I was literally just like, okay, so it's Hello and Shit, and then that, and you're like, oh my god, that's the best name ever. It that's is the best the, name. Cause that's when the you, impression. Because the thing, that's a really bad impression. Of me. That's um, as if, if, if I was going to like impersonate you, it would be terrible. Impersonate so I won't. No, no, no. Okay. Uh, Hello, I'm Jan. I do not sound that posh at all. (laughs) You sound exactly like that. Oh, okay. Um, In in some sort of bizarro world, yeah, but... Jan, we have not talked about this, but have you watched Ozark? I have watched Ozark. It's awesome, even though I want all the main characters to die, because I hate them. Okay, we'll get to that. Um, see, I'm very behind on the game, so I just finished season one. Mm. I've just started season two, and I'm just like, yeah, I season watched, two. I watched season two, episode one, last night, after I finished the season one finale. Here's the thing. I, for a very long time, didn't have a TV. So, everything... <laughs> so... <coughs> sorry. Sweet. When I lived in New York... Um, when I was going to school, I just watched everything on my laptop. Uh, so which, what, what was all your furniture pointed at? Nothing. I lived with roommates or I uh, like subletted. So I just kept to myself in my own little room. Um, and you do. yeah. And then a few years ago, <laughs> then a few years ago, I was like dating a guy who gave me a free TV, but it was a really shitty TV. Was and that the this, reason you dated him? Because he gave you stuff. No, no, no. He gave me stuff sort of after we had already been seeing each other. Oh, okay. So he wasn't sort of like, go on a date with me, here's the TV. No, no, but I probably would have. <laughs> um, 
Wow. (laughs) Let's not go down that rabbit hole. (laughs) So he, yeah, so he gave me like a shitty TV, but I don't know. My old roommate and I used it for a while and we would watch shows on it, but I just like never watched TV on it. And like, I don't know. But this year I splurged and I bought myself a TV and it's a smart TV. So what size is it though? Yeah. Um, uh, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the wrong thing. This, is 55 outlandish? Is that a ridiculous thing to say? No, cause I want a 55 inch TV. Cause I've got I think like, it's 55, I got it at Walmart. Yeah, I've got like 49 inch TV at the moment, and I, me and my wife keep going like, we need a big TV. We definitely yeah. need a bigger TV. Yeah. But I our TV is like, like a 3D TV. Oh, we use the th- yeah, we used the 3D feature for about two weeks, and then we haven't used it since. And we've got all these glasses just sort of yeah. collecting dust behind the TV. My mom had one. Is that, is that the TV that's, like, curved or no? No, no, ours is just um, – you just can press a button on it so it goes 3D. But it never so, works right. It's never, like, good. Yeah. No, we got, like, a couple of 3D Blu-rays to watch mm-hmm. it, and we were – Oh yeah, this is amazing. And then like after two weeks, we were like, yeah, we're getting migraines now. Let's yeah. not do this. Yeah. And then like my son can't watch it, like because he was little, so yeah. it was like, no, it's gonna fuck your eyes up. So and now it's just sort of like, I'm like, do you want to watch Star Trek in 3D? And he's like, no. And I'm like, okay. No. The I think the last movie I watched in 3D, I saw. Um, I want to say it was Toy Story three. Such an adult. No, no, no! I saw um, that the recent, like the latest Godzilla, or was it not Godzilla? It was King Kong, the other, the other monkey. Oh, Skull Island. The, the Skull Island. I saw that in 3D, but I got, I got a headache. It was the same, same situation. Uh, what was the last? I think the last one I saw in 3D was the Minions movie. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, I, I've got. In my defense, I've got kids. So I have to go see all this kind of crap, but. Yeah, um, yeah, it was the Minions movie, I think, and that was good because they put a ladder out at the end and were trying to crawl, and that was pretty good. No, that, but, that's cute. Yeah. I yeah, the the King Kong one, it or it was just like a little bit too much, and then like it reaches out at you know, and it's like reaching out at you, and it's it's just too much going on for such like a nicely shot movie. I yeah. didn't need I didn't need that. I mean, I think the best 3D movie I've seen is um, was the new Tron one, Evolution, because it wasn't gimmicky 3D, so it yeah. wasn't like stuff yeah. flying out at you. It was just like, okay, that's pretty badass, a light cycle. And then you had like um, Jeff Bridges just saying, you're fucking up my chi thing. And he was like, yeah. <laughs> so I, was, I loved Tron, though. It's like I remember having it on VHS when I was a kid. Like my dad was like, "Oh, I've got this," and I was just like, "This is cutting edge technology." I was you like, "My you're God, a Tron super fan!" Oh God, yeah, love it, love Tron. It's hey. just I cannot describe how much enjoyment I get from Tron. Even now, I'll watch Tron. I'm just like, "Yeah." And well, you're Tron... also you're like an '80s baby. Yeah, I'm yeah, old. I'm old as shit. So. Yeah, you're an '80s baby, so like Tron is kind of like your shit. Yeah, Tron and Watership Down, which is fucking disturbing. Have you ever seen that? I have not. Right, watch it. It's an animated film about rabbits, right? 
and it's okay. Right, right. And now you're going to think, oh, cute rabbits. No, they rip each other's throats out and shit like that. What's it and called? Watership Down. Huh. Like seriously, watch it, and then you'll be like, come back to me and go, what the fuck? And this is why I'm into horror films. I think now. Yeah. Because my parents let me watch stuff like Land sat me down and watch let me watch horror films with them but yeah watch it down it's fucking scary definitely watch it i think it's a very british thing it it sounds very british if i'm being honest it is you know because you guys have some like very weird shit that um you're into <laughs> <laughs> like black pudding and shit like that black pudding yeah it's like basically dried pl- pig's blood in a sausage it's fucking gross. It's horrible. But people like it. I don't know why. They have it on like fried breakfasts. I that's, that sounds really nasty. It's literally congealed blood in a sausage. And that's all it is. Hmm. Yeah, never have it, ever. No, I, I won't. Don't worry, I won't. Good, good, good. Okay, so what have you been up to this week anyway? Um... Not not a whole lot. Um, I have a list of movies piling up to watch um, from people that have submitted for reviews for Film Daddy. Oh, cool! How many have we got? So I have I have two waiting to be reviewed currently that I need to watch. One's a short film, and then one is a thriller, I believe. Ooh, uh, the one is the short film, I believe, is Australian. Um, it's called the Trebek Technique, and then the other one is called ooh, the God Inside My Ear or the God Inside My Head or something about God being uh, somewhere inside you. Yeah, but I believe the God Inside My Ear. Here it is. Yeah, and it's uh, let's see, how does the director describe it? A feature-length surreal art house horror thriller. Ooh, that's yeah. awesome. That sounds kind of good. The trailer I... looked awesome, so I'm excited to watch it. Oh, wicked. Um, but um, also, there, if anyone's listening to this and you have got films or anything and you want us to review them, just go onto the site and there's a bit called Review My Film and submit it there and we will review it for you. And then it'll be on site and we'll, if you want to, we can give you interviews and stuff like that. Yeah, there's... Like- if you go to filmdaddy.com uh, slash reviews, you can see all of our recent ones. And then at the very bottom, there's a link that says want Film Daddy to review your movie. And you can click it and send it to us. Yeah, because we review The Outpost and that film is absolutely awesome. So Outpost it's only a sh- yeah. was so fucking good. Is it like only a short film? But it's it was just a short film. It's like I think it's like a half hour or 40 minutes or something. Um, but I said this in my review, when I got the email for that, the, the guy was like, you know, um, the director, I'm going to get his, I, I need to look at his name cause I don't want to get it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he emailed me and he was like, um, oh, you know, review my like indie crowdfunded sci-fi film. And I literally read that and I was like, this, this is going to be fucking shit. Cause that sounds terrible, right? Yeah, like it's a crowdfunded sci-fi film. Um, 
All right, director, co-director, because there's two directors, uh, Ryan Turner and Justin Giddings. So when they emailed me that, I was like, oh, like, oh, shit. Um, but I watched it, and it was A+. plus, So fucking good. And that's outpostthefilm.com if you're interested. I don't think you can watch the whole thing there because only um, special people like me and Yan get to watch it right now. But you can watch We're the so trailer. We're so special. We are. We are in our own way. But, I um, think yeah, so. Honestly, if you can and you got buy it, I'd recommend you buy it because it's so fucking good. Yeah, and, totally. And that's that well sort of like we love indie film. It's amazing. But um speaking of indie film, um I did an interview this week, it's up on site now, um, with Mario Cavone. I probably got that surname wrong. Cavone or Cavone? I was gonna ask you how he pronounces his last name. I, I don't was, know. When I was I, uh, tweeting or yeah. putting this on Instagram. Because I I was thinking about that and I did not know Gonna, I, I was guessing Cavone. I'm going to say Cavone because we're both British, so he's probably got the lack of culture I have, so it'll be Cavone. If not, Mario, I'm so sorry. Yes. But, um, yeah, uh, Mario, um, he created a comic called Video Nasty, which, if you're into comics, go and fucking read it. It's so good. Um, and now he's directing a film, um, he's wrote it as well, called Overtime, and that should be out next year. And uh, we're going to be bringing you loads of updates for that um, with interviews with cast, crew, everything. And, um, yeah, so there's an interview on site now with Mario. And it's pretty cool. Um, he talks about how it come about and everything. And it's not sort of a guy... What I was really impressed with is not sort of a guy who's like, I wrote a comic. It's really good. I'm going to direct a film. He was like, right, fuck it. He's gone to film school. He's learned everything. Like I said, he's... He had loads of bad habits, he's broken, he's worked everything, and, you know, he's tried really fucking hard. So That's what blew my mind when you sent it to me. Um, you know, you were asking him about Video Nasty, and the next thing I know, he jumps into the story about how he wanted to make a film, and he just fucking went to film school <laughs> to learn. Yeah, that's the best thing. It wasn't sort of like any pretense of oh, I've done this, I'm going to make a film. He's sort of like, okay, I'm going to make a film. I need to learn how to make a fucking film. Yeah. And um, I noticed on Twitter, um, his lecturer was like, one of my students is making a film, and she's really proud of him, and I was just like, that's so sweet. That is. So it's like I, I love it. And where did he go to film school? I forgot. Uh, Suffolk, I think. I'm totally Googling it now. Um, I think it was Suffolk Uni, because he lives in Ipswich. So This geography means nothing to me. It's quite away from me. Okay. It's like 200 miles or something. Um, I can't find it. Um, I'm going to say Suffolk University, and if I'm wrong, so sorry. It's In my defense, it's one in the morning here. That's, so. that's true. Yeah, no... Yan's a trooper and is um, staying up late to podcast with me. Yeah. Next time we're doing it 9 a.m. my time. So you have to get up at like 3 in the morning. If you think I'm looking rough now after getting home from work and uh, (laughs) running in, pouring myself a rum and coke and then getting on Skype, you should see me at at 3 a.m. It did make me laugh, though. You sent me a message again. Okay, I'm going to get in, take my pants off, get a drink, and then I'm going to Skype you, and I was just like, okay. 
honestly, rarely anymore past 6 p.m. on a weekday do I have pants on. Um, but <laughs> oh. I'm not being indecent Skyping you. I have shorts on. I just, I didn't want to have jeans on anymore. I was sick of jeans being in the way, preventing me from total maximum comfort. So I was done. And, and you can't see this, but I can only see a shoulder up. Yeah. So, it's not like... yeah, so it, even if I didn't have pants on, it really wouldn't matter. And also, pants in England mean something else, so... What, why? What does it mean? Underwear. And what do you call... the? When, what do you call pants? Trousers. Oh. See, I always think of trousers as being, like, dress like dress pants. Like, I'm going to a job interview, so I should wear trousers. No, I, I think I'm thinking of slacks. I don't even know what slacks are. No one does. What? Yeah, we do this all the time though. Like on Messenger, she was like, "Oh yeah, a condo," and I'm like, "What the fuck's a condo?" And <laughs> I then didn't we take, know what a condo was. Yeah, and then we take ten minutes talking. I'm like, "Oh, a flat," and she's like, "Yeah, a flat." Well, yeah, but see, in like here, uh, like if I say a condo, that gives the it insinuates that I own it. It's an apartment, but I own it. Whereas an apartment is something that you rent. It's over, over my fucking head. But we are ed- we're educating each other, aren't we? We're becoming multicultural. Here's the thing. We are so worldly, it's hard to handle. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're, That's honestly, the problem. We know too much. We're too cultured, if anything. Yeah, we should know. probably like take it down a notch. We're too cultured. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like my wife's learning French at the moment um, because my son's just started high school. And he's got to learn French. So my wife's learning French, and uh, she's doing is, really is good. It's going to be one of those things where your son is not as old as I think he is, because I thought he was young in high school. Eleven. Like how, no, that's yeah, that's not what that's not what. Yeah, I'm you start. Surprised. Yeah, you start high school at eleven in England, and then you finish at sixteen. Gross. Yeah. Then you're done forever at sixteen. Oh well, you can go to college and then university, okay. which which if you listen to this, you are doing. Don't give me that crap about, you know, you going. Um, he, he's Don't like, oh, do yeah. it. Don't go. Did corrupt my son any more than he already is, having me as a father. <laughs> but I am quite proud of him because um, he doesn't like horror films. But this year he said, can we watch a horror film with you on Halloween? I'm like, what did he watch? Well, he's he's come up with three. What he are, says, okay, let's go through his picks. Okay. Human Centipede. No. No, no, no. Hostel. Mm. No. You're going to have to mix that one as well. <laughs> and Trick or Treat. And I'm like, no. So we've decided on Alien. Cause oh, I'm like, okay. No, Alien's a good compromise. Yeah, because he was like, is that a horror film? I'm like, yeah, totally. Yeah, no, I, I guess you can watch Alien. Yeah, I watched he, that a few months ago. Maybe longer. Um, and it actually scared me a little bit more than I remember from the first time I, I watched it. Yeah, I think um, I watched Halloween. Like, oh, Halloween scares. Like, that terrifies me. Yeah, I was like watching it again because the new one's coming out and I can't wait to see it. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'll watch Halloween again. And there's a few bits in it that made me jump that I don't think I've ever jumped at before. And I'm just yeah. like, I'm just like, I think it's because. I just got dead immersed in it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, Halloween, Halloween, and I'm like, holy shit, no, 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 and yeah, I love it. 
You know what I found? I found that when I moved to my new place in April, it's the first time I've lived alone, like, ever, because I've always had a roommate. Um, I've always either had, had roommates or, like, you know, before that I lived at my mom's house. And horror films just get to me that much more now because I, like, there's no one else there. So it, it's like the realization of, like, oh, I'm fucking alone. If somebody broke in right now, like, who's going to stop them? Me? I can't. I can't do anything. Is this because I told you that you're probably going to get murdered that time? And I, I was like, someone's going to knock on your door you, and murder you. You told me that, but it's already been going through my head. <laughs> And I, I told my boyfriend that I wanted to buy another deadbolt for my front door. And he's, like, not on board for it because he's like, you already have a deadbolt, like, you know. Um, but his words of wisdom to make me feel better were, if somebody wanted to kill you, they'd find a way. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And, and I, I understand the logic behind it, like. Two deadbolts is not going to stop somebody who really wants to kill me from killing me. It's just, it's the peace of mind. <laughs> I love your boyfriend. Yeah, so, he's this, he doesn't put up with it. Yeah, if, if someone's going to kill you, you're going to fucking die, so. That's what he said. He's like, if somebody wants to get in here, they'll get in here. And Good. I don't like that. I don't like that. Did and you I, sleep really, really well that night? No, 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 because I also recently started reading, um, I'm going to fuck all of this up. <laughs> um, is that, is I'll, that be, I'll be gone. No, that's not the, that's not the <laughs> title. That's me making a mental note to myself that I'm going to fuck it up. I just started reading, I'll be gone in the dark, the story of the Golden State Killer. Nice. It's Michelle McNamara. Um, but anyway, it's about the Golden State Killer and... Although it's her re reporting it, it is, I got all of that right, actually. I'll be gone in the dark by Michelle McNamara. I'm, thank you. Um, it's Basically, it's her telling the story of the Golden State Killer, but it's very, it's not so much like you're reading case files or just straight facts. She's, it's a, it's like a narrative almost. So, you know, she'll tell like the story of like one of his first, um, attacks and it's it's very much like oh you like learn about the people and then you learn about how he got in the house and she kind of walks you through and like she is very detailed when she describes like the, the violence itself uh, but I was reading that on an airplane recently and like that night I was laying in bed and I was just thinking of all the ways that the Golden State Killer could enter my home <laughs> and this, this guy's been caught, by the way. I, and, like, I was, I went to the bathroom and I, like, pulled back the shower curtain because I, like, was certain he was going to be there. Um, so it's fucking me up a little bit, I'll be honest. Well, good big, though. It's, it's a great book so far. And, I, again, this is another thing that I'm, like, so behind on, but I would recommend it if you have not read it. Well done. That's yeah. a big recommendation in the bag. Yeah. That's a good. That's a good recommendation too, and it's a book, so it makes me sound so smart and so cultured. So Michelle McNamara, send us free shit. No, yeah, and she's dead. Oh, then if you send us free shit, I'll be really impressed. That's true. That's that's actually. Or or, or just go and haunt Britney, because then mm -hmm. she's like, no, because then like you got a ghost protecting you. 
Any dead people uh, listening to this, please don't haunt me. Oh, can you imagine if the only people who listen to it are dead? That'd actually be kind of cool. And hey, it's the listener, so I'll take it. Yeah, you know, someone's fucking downloaded it, so. Yeah. Cool. Anyway. I wanted to talk about the Oscars. Right. So, it's been a whirlwind of a week, of a month <laughs> for the Oscars. <laughs> because, let's see, um, there's an article on the site by yours truly um, that was published August 9th, right after uh, the Academy announced that they were adding a category called the Popular Film Category. Um, but just a few days ago, they were like, they were like, never mind, we're not, we're not doing this anymore. Everything's going to be the same. Um, so I, I have some thoughts on this. So, okay, first of all, you know, everything that you watch in the Oscars, it, it's all bullshit because none of the things that should be recognized probably the most are. And it all leads up to what? Best picture, right? Isn't that yeah. the last award they do at the end of the night is best yeah, picture? Yeah. Um, and like nothing, like I feel like nearly every year, whatever wins best picture is like not what you want it to be. Like, I don't yeah. know. I, I think La La Land won. Or no, 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 they didn't. They it announced was, La La Land and then it was something that should have won, right? Was it Torchlight? Not Torchlight. Spotlight? Spotlight, yeah. Yeah, Which Spotlight. is a fucking really good film, by the yeah. way, so. That was really good, but I'm so glad La La Land didn't win because. Oh, me too. I I hated that movie. I hate musicals. I can't stand musicals. Well, I don't hate musicals. I'm not um I'm not an evil monster, but I really didn't like La La Land. Nah, I hate musicals. I can't. I hate how people are talking and then all of a sudden start singing and dancing and everyone is and then it goes back to normal. I'm like, fuck you. That doesn't happen. <laughs> That's what's so good about it. No, I'm just not like, fuck you. That's not right. Go away. Except for Evil Dead, the musical is in Vegas, and okay. I really want to go see that. So let's go to that, Vegas. That it's like not that far for you. Um, no, it's it's a few hours of a plane ride. Just a few. It's like probably a day for me. I I don't think yeah. I think I can get to Vegas. I think I have to go somewhere to get to another plane to somewhere and then go to there. It is an inter- international airport, but I think you would probably have a layover. Yeah, probably in, like, New York or something. Yeah, probably. But, um, yeah, but, right, I've got oh, a yeah. theory. What's about... your theory on the popular film category? Okay, right, so prepare to be woke, as the kids say, as well as Yas Queen and Choke Me Daddy, okay? Right. And we will <laughs> use all three of those in this podcast, all three of those sayings. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm I'm stuck with choke me daddy, aren't I? I'm gonna work choke me daddy in. <laughs> I'm gonna be, if you don't now, then like I'm gonna be really disappointed in you. Like, not I, not angry, just disappointed, which is much yeah. worse. Right, so right, popular film. It was made for Black Panther, right? Yeah. Yes. Because they fucked up in 2016 when they got all that backlash. Like there was no black actors nominated for anything. That so they were like, right, Black Panther. We can sort of get all the goodwill back on us by 
honoring this film, they're not going to give it fucking best picture. No, because they have to give best picture to like um, people that don't deserve it. Like it has to go to like fucking Roman Polanski or someone terrible. And so <coughs> that's the, you know, that's the terrible thing in the sort of like, it's not, it's not a fake article, but the thing I wrote was just kind of like, um, you know, commenting on it. So, you know, I wrote in there like, oh, like the, the popular film will probably go to a film of an all female cast because like things like that are not recognized yeah. by the Academy. Um, but yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Yeah. Like they would totally make a Black Panther win for that. And yeah, then they give, um, best picture to something stupid i can't i'm blanking now on like any film that came out this year yeah but it's just sort of like they'd give it to black panther and then it could be like oh you know look at us we've given it to a comic book film majority right. of black cast you know we're, but the we're real awesome. award goes to something else yeah but <laughs> it's like the when it comes to like popular film it, they just dominate down really for fucking like I'm going to go on a rant here, but today's society of fucking, you know, America's got talent, Britain's got talent, X Factor, shit like that, you know, dominate down so you can have shit films awarded for something. So it's like, it's a shit film, but stupid people liked it, so we'll give it an award. So, yeah, that's what I thought, but um, Black Panther's a really good film and stupid people don't like that. Well, they might do. But clever people do as well. Yes. So, um, yeah, Black Panther, it deserves an award because it's fucking brilliant. But um, I do think they made that just for Black Panther. And now they've had to get rid of it. So I, it's kind of interesting now what they're going to do. Will they give it to Black Panther? Or are they just going to give Black Panther a shitload of awards, but not the big one? It'll get everything but... Is my guess. Yeah, I think it's nominated for visual effects as well. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, I feel like movies like that will get like the visual effects award. Yeah. Not saying that those aren't also important recognitions, but uh, it, they just never. It's just not the same as winning Best Picture, which is you know the um, just it's it's just what you want. It's what you strive for, and it's always something dumb. It's like when that movie with the. Uh, the fucking uh, Jack Russell Terrier one. What was that black and white? Oh, the, arti the artist. The right? artist, yeah. The artist, yeah. And like that one, and everyone was like, "What the? F like, what the fuck? Why is this movie winning?" Yeah, and they're all like, "Oh, you know, it's a first time silent movies one, and this one, it's like, fuck off, Need yeah, shit." It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's 2014. Why? Why the fuck is this movie uh, yeah. doing anything? And they're like, oh, look, every, I, that was literally because people can be like, oh, I've watched a silent movie. No, you fucking... It's not a silent movie. It's Yeah, it's a silent movie, but not because they didn't have the fucking technology to record sound and put it on a film. It's because some, pretentious, some pretentious arsehole was like, oh, you know, I'm going to make a silent movie now because, you know, fuck, it, hipsters, fuck them. It was a hipster who made it. I don't that know is who, a thousand percent something... I feel like Quentin Tarantino would do. Oh, yeah. I, I don't get me started. I've lost so much respect for Quentin Tarantino over the past few months. Is with... it because... Oh, with, uh, over the past few months? 
Yeah, with the Uma Thurman thing, and you know, oh, oh, his, yeah, his saying like, yeah, he made me hurt myself, and then he wanted to spit on me. And yeah, she's like saying that. all the like, uh, sort of like physical, like, like the I don't know, I don't want to say violence, but kind of violence. Yeah, it's sort she's of like with him. Yeah, but now she's sort of like, oh, it's I'm kind of okay with him. I'd be like, no fucking, you know. Yeah, he's. I like his film, you know, I like most of his films. Um, Hateful Eight, why is there only one woman in it? And why is she always getting beat on? But, you know, yeah, goes by the by. I do like his films, but... Me too. I I go back and forth with loving Tarantino. Yeah, you know, he's he's a good director, but piece of shit. Yeah, he is a piece of shit. Yeah, so... It's a good first episode, isn't it? Quentin Tantino, piece of shit. Yeah, there we go. Piece of shit. There's, that's our statement. All right, that's it. That's the end of the podcast. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, we should talk about Grimfest. Oh, we definitely should talk about Grimfest because I'm First gonna... of all, Yan, tell us what Grimfest is. Grimfest is a four-day horror film and sci-fi festival in Manchester, England. And it's, 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 it's celebrating its 10th anniversary. <laughs> This year, I can't speak normally, right? Yeah, um, basically, it's awesome. It's a four-day horror film and sci-fi film fest that celebrates indie films and also, like, big-budget films and short films. It's held it. It's, this year, it's been held at um, the Odeon in Manchester North. And um, your boy here has got press credits, so I'm going for the full four days. And I'm staying in a purple-themed bedroom on Airbnb with a guy nice. called George. Oh, so, fuck yeah. So, Shout out to George. Yeah. My son did... I was showing my son the pictures, and he went, looked at me and went, I hope you don't get killed. <laughs> and I was like, thanks, dude. George is kind of... I See, here's the thing about the name George. George will either be the most terrifying person you ever meet, or he will be just the greatest, <clears throat> sweetest person in the world. I do think he's he's got super host status on Airbnb. Oh, then he fucking rocks. Yeah, and he's like, you know, when are you coming? You know, don't worry about it if you're not there. And I was like, I'm not going to be there very much. And he's yeah. like, yeah, that's fine. Don't worry, you know. Are uh, you going to so drink a beer with George? I'm definitely going to. I'm going to go live on Facebook with him if I can. You better. If he's like, if I'm like, Joe, George, do you want to go live on Facebook? And he's like, fuck yeah. Then they're like, this is George. Just, if anything, because if I George. die, because then if I do die, at the hands of George. It, there's evidence. And there's evidence. Facebook, and, Facebook keeps all your information, so we'll be able to find you. And I'm also thinking it'd make a good Netflix documentary. It would. Like, they can zoom in on George's face in slow motion and shit. It'll be a Forensic Files episode. Oh, God, yeah. I love that show. Me too. But, um, I yeah, so... I do it a lot. I do as well. That I'm fully asleep to public <laughs> That makes enemies. it sound like it's not a good show, but it is a good show. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, Ken Burns' um, Vietnam documentary that's on Netflix. Oh, I yes. I fall asleep to that all the time. Oh, I can fall asleep to Ken Burns all day. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, But so, if you go to FilmDaddy.com and... You just like type Grimfest into the um, search bar in the top right corner, and that's Grim with two M's. I I feel like I need to say that. Love anyway, that, love the Grim. Yeah, Grimfest. Uh, his article, uh, Yan's articles will pop up. 
Most recently, he did a must-watch list for Grimfest. I um, did. I'm, I'm going to scroll through that. You put, let's see, what's what's number one on there? Await, um, await further instructions. Yeah, so this one's kind of, it's a British film. And apparently it's kind of a satiric take on Brexit, which we kind of need because it's going to go fuck up and we're going to be cut off from the rest of the world. Thank you, George and Cleethorpes, for voting. Um, Brexit is a reason that people shouldn't need IQ tests before they vote, but I'm not going to get political. Um, but yeah, so this is basically about there's a family wake up on Christmas morning, um, dysfunctional. There's a meet, there's a girl with a meathead boyfriend, a racist granddad, another guy with an Asian girlfriend. So it's all kicking off, and they're sealed in the house by a black substance. And on the screen, um, it just says stay indoors and await further instructions. So um, it's to me, it sounds really, really good. Um, I've put in a request to interview Johnny Kevorkian, who's the director. So if you're listening, Johnny, just say yes. Um, Don't think about it. Just say yes. Just say yeah. I've had to put in a list of people who want to interview there. So Johnny's on him. And Johnny, I'm going to go ahead and invite you. You're invited to Yan's Airbnb to have a drink with him and George. Yeah, in my purple-themed room. And the kitchen's red-themed as well. Everything's he colors. Red. He does. See, you know, I did look, though, in the pictures, and I was like, I'm going to need another pillow on that bed. Cause the pillow <laughs> Are you a two-pillow guy? I've got four. That you... Like, that you sleep on alone, or just like between you and your wife? I've got three pillows, and then one of those V-pillow things. Like for pregnant women? Or people with bad backs like myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, um, so yeah, I've got four pillows. Um, my wife has two, and she doesn't like my pillows. Especially the V-pillow. So, Beck, I'm really sorry about that V-pillow. Because <laughs> it pokes her in the back, and she hates it. Oh, um, I would hate that. But in my defense, she did bite me because she loves me and looks after me. Aww. So shout shout out to my wife Becky, I love you, and you go, Becky. thank you. Yeah, she keeps me in line. Um, so <laughs> number two, dead night. Yeah, dead night. Right. So I'm just gonna read the tagline for this, and you then you just gonna say fuck yeah. A caring mother loses her grip on sanity during one of the terrifying nights in the woods. Fuck yeah. Yeah, it's like Evil Dead style Cabin in the Woods. Um, <sighs> but I just watched Cabin in the Woods like last week. Yeah, I love that film so much. Yeah, me but, too. I love, I love Eli Roth. Anything Eli Roth does, I love. But this film is starring the fantastic, wonderful, please accept my question so I can interview you, Barbara Crampton, who is... <laughs> At Grimfest is getting the Lifetime Achievement Horror Award. So, and she's also a reanimator, which is screening as well. So she's in this. So it's also good. Right, but I'm going to have to tell you this now. Barbara Crampton, I want to interview her just to tell her this story. So when I was a kid, right, my mum and dad um, rented From Beyond from the video shop. It's a horror film. It's got Barbara in. Right, and my mom and dad always 
my mum put a pillow next to me so I couldn't see the TV. And I don't, wait, hold on. I don't know if this went, I didn't hear you for like 10 seconds, so can you start that story over yeah. again? Okay, so, my parents always used to watch horror films with me, right? Okay. I used to rent videos. So they rented From Beyond, which stars Barbara Crampton. Please let me interview you. Um, I'm just going to keep doing that. Um, and we're watching it. This, you know, you've got guys with eyes coming out of the middle of the head and sucking people's brains and stuff like that. Right. And then at one, yeah. And then at one point, my mum put a pillow between me and the TV and was like, I'm reading your story. And I was like, well, what's going on here? You know, it, I was like, it must be bad. So I snuck down one morning before mum and dad returned it and looked. And it's was it, literally... Was it sex? It was literally Barbara Crampton dressing up in S&M gear. Literally, like, leather, rubber, and a dude coming in going, mm, nice. <laughs> so, and I was just like, oh, right, didn't realise what it was as a kid. And then now I sort of got I was like, I can see why my mum didn't want me to watch that. Yet she let me watch the rest of the film where people were being killed. So it's yeah, it's weird what parents decide is okay and not okay. Yeah, but yeah. it's kind of why I want to interview Barbara Crampton so I can be like, so then I've got this story and then I'll probably get removed by security <laughs> for this sort of weird stalker. Fucking creepy. Yeah, I'm not gonna be like I loved you in it, but yeah. So anyway, number three, summer of summer 84. of '84. I. This is probably the one on your list I'm most excited for. Yeah. Summer, so, summer of 84. Yeah, so if you're into Stand By Me, Goonies, Monster Squad, Stranger Things, you're going to love this. Basically, there's a group of teenage friends who are convinced that their next-door neighbor who's a policeman is a serial killer. And they start gathering evidence throughout the film, and it gets more and more and more dangerous. And the best thing about it is it's not relying on things like, here's a kitsch 80s song, and right. they're going to be like, oh, let's go play Pac-Man, yeah, things like, like that. Tears for Fears, Head Over Heels doesn't have to be playing in the background. No, it could be, but it doesn't it, have it to It could be. be. It doesn't have to be. Yeah, but with this one, um, Tim, um, T.W. Malpass, who yes. wrote the Fright Fest article for us. He said he saw that there, and it's amazing. And I said, I'm going to go see it. And he was like, definitely do, because it's one of the best films he's seen in a while. So, Yeah, a uh, quick um, plug for Tim there. Or we should not call him Tim. Well, T.W. Malpass, which is his byline. If you um, search Fright Fest... One word in the search bar. His article come up. He covered Fright Fest for us, and it was so good, so detailed. And there's like now just like a whole other list of movies I need to watch. Yeah, and he's also put undue pressure on me to make Grim Fest good. So yeah. So now you. if if Yan uh, fucks up Grim Fest, he's out. Yeah, and Tim's in because he's Tim's an author. In. Yeah, and I'm not. So, Tim. thanks. Thanks, Tim. Go, Tim. You know what? Shout out to Tim. <coughs> Prick. 
Um, anyway, so number four, any joking time Nightmare with you. Cinema. Yeah, so this is basically remember like Creep Show and Tales from the Dark Side, where you have so many films in it. This one is about five strangers brought together in an abandoned theatre and they subjected to the worst fears on film. So the directors are I'm gonna Brutalise some names here, I'm really sorry. Alejandro Bruget, Joe Dante, Mick Garris, Rahul Kitamura, and David Slade. So, they're going to be good. I'm really looking forward to this because I love the sort of anthology of films, sort of like Tales from the Dark Side and everything like that. So, I cannot wait for this one. But, the one I'm looking forward to the absolute most is Alive. Right, so Rob Grant. I'm very, I'm very excited for this one. Yeah, Rob Grant. He's been at Grimfest quite a few times. There, in this one, just the synopsis is like a severely injured man and a woman waking up in an abandoned sanatorium, only to discover that a sadistic caretaker holds the keys to their freedom and the horrific answers as to their real identity. It just sounds so good, and it the poster looks so good. When you, it, it's just there's so many like key words in there that like abandoned sanatorium i'm in S- sadistic care. caretaker i'm in it's yeah no i'm i'm very excited for this my favorite word in there is and because it links everything so how many jokes it's not you know what that was a powerful that was powerful it is and so yeah, so that's my fate, my top five films. All the and other Grimfest films are is um, October fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh. Fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh. If you live in England, or if you're going to travel the seventies, Scotland seas, and Wales. The, the, yeah, if you're going to uh, go to this, we will ask if you can please go to filmdaddy.com. And through one of our Grimfest articles, which, again, um, if you just search Grimfest in the search bar, if you will click one of those buttons to buy tickets, that would be great, because that means that you will be helping Film Daddy. We do, and we've got no sponsors or anything, and no. we, do have, we do everything for free, and, you know, it'd be really nice. So, thank you. So far, we've sold two tickets on there. Two? Woo! Yeah, I know. Is you? It isn't, no. It's some guy I've actually never heard of. What? Yeah, it's some, like, random dude who's brought him off our link, so I'm like, oh, well done you. I'm going to go around with his name. Thank you, random dude. Shall I find his name? No, we won't. We won't um, call him (laughs) out. Yeah, find his address, too, and we'll just, we'll say it all. Uh, I can find his name. I can't find his address, but, um, yeah. Mysterious man. Who he's got a double barreled name, so he might be posh. Is someone else who who's the other person? Do you know them? No, no, he's brought two tickets. Oh, he bought two tickets. Yeah, so he's taken a friend, so he's popular as well. Oh, oh, you know what? I'm glad that popular people. Yeah, he's like considered. You know, he's considerate and popular. Yeah. So I'm gonna find him and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna buy you a beer, just with, with this with a small George. commission with George. Yeah. I don't think George is coming. I've asked him, and he hasn't got back to me. 
So I'm like, hey, George, you know, you can buy just single film tickets. Come hang out with me. And he's like, no. Yeah, and George is like, listen, man, you're you're staying in my house. Like, no. He does say on his bio, though, you can call me at any time. I'm not one of those hosts who doesn't want to talk to people. Are you so going to challenge that? Are you going to call him at uh, I, I'm 4 a.m.? Be- I'm gonna get in, yeah, well, if at 4 a.m. I'm gonna be in the room next to him, so that just be, I'll be just be like, George! <laughs> you should. Um, I've got to stay there for like three nights, so I don't want to get kicked out. Um, I might say, if, I might get drunk one night and then just keep phoning and go, George. You should. You should call him from the, uh, from the room over. And I'll be like, come down. Yeah. Let's, let's meet in the red kitchen. Let's meet in the red kitchen, yeah. But um, when you say red kitchen, I was thinking red room, Amityville. Yeah. Red room makes me think of red rum. Yeah. Red you know, rum. do you know what I wish was going to be at Grimfest? What? Go on. You know, you know what I'm going to say? Demon House. Oh, my God. Right. So, Demon so this, House. This is a good one because... There are so many people that I will talk about um, ghost adventures with, and a, a lot of people do not watch that show, despite the fact that it is on Discovery Channel. Um, so if you are a Ghost Adventures fan and you did not know that Zach Baggins made his own documentary, you need you need to go honestly, like right now, you need to go on the internet and watch it. Definitely, it's. It's so good, but yeah. When I rewatched it, because one, you wouldn't, because you're too much of a pussy. I uh, I I will not rewatch that. I, that's the first time Zach. I'm gonna be on a first name basis with him. That is the first time I have been scared. I don't get scared watching Ghost Adventures because it's very lighthearted and, I, you know, if you've seen it, you know. Yeah, I. I think we can call him first names because he slid into my DMs. He did slide into your DMs. He slid into my DMs to ask me to review the film and say this was helpful on Amazon. And then I slid into his DMs saying, thanks, Zach, we're doing this. Um, It'd be really great if you could talk to us. And then he read it and didn't get back to us. Yeah, he literally, and I'm not even saying this to be a pun, but he ghosted us. He did. Yeah. Oh. With his new, newly fucked up eyes, which we'll get to. We'll get to. But um, right then, so I'm going to so take the lead on this. I I just, just wanted to talk a little bit about uh, Ghost Adventures. Oh, go for it, go. Because if there's people that don't know Ghost Adventures, um, Zach Baggins is the host of Ghost Adventures. It is a, <coughs> I I wouldn't call it a docu series because that means that there's like an end to it. It's basically every, it's a reality show where every episode they go to different haunted places and they stay overnight and they use their equipment to track whether or not there are spirits in that haunted place. And he's the host and he has a great crew and they're just, uh, the words are escaping me. It's, how would you describe them? I just say it's fun really it's, it is out of all the ghost shows that are out there it's the most entertaining one because it is they use the most technology and yeah they ham it up a bit and 
sometimes I look at it and I'm like, yeah, it's kind of bullshit, but it's just it's just well, entertaining and it's fun. Why I was so terrified by Demon House because I watch Ghost um, Adventures and I think to myself, this is all bullshit. They're exaggerating, or okay, like this machine they're using to trace whether or not a ghost speak like that's not backed by science. But Demon House had too many instances of weird shit happening. Um, if you want to go over it really quick. Right. Really quick. I've got 14 pages of notes. I mean, we are at to be 55 free. minutes almost. Okay, I'll go quick. Shit <laughs> happened at the end. Right. So, at the start of it, this the warning comes up saying, view at your own risk. Demons can go through electric. He was ill for eight days and it fucked him up. And the film's cursed. Right. Then it starts with he had a nightmare where he saw a 12 foot ghost. Um, goat figure, sorry. And it made him breathe in this black smoke and he woke up and his lungs were hurting. Then that day he heard on the news about the Ammons family, which was, uh, they lived in a house in Gary, Indiana. First of all, that's a stupid fucking name for a town. Gary. America, sort out your names for your towns. Do you not know much about Gary, Indiana? It's a guy's name. It's like Gary. Did a guy called Gary found it? First of all, it's the birthplace of Michael Jackson. Yeah. It's, um, I would say it's about an hour outside of Chicago. Right, go to it. From where just... I live. I, so my, I'll, like, I'm from Ohio, and if I drive, um, through Indiana to get to Ohio, I drive through Gary. It's a stupid name for a town. It's a bloke's name. It's well, like calling it Trevor. And it's a... <laughs> Trevor, Indiana. It's like Trevor Omar. Named, <laughs> named after your local 16-year-old uh, pizza boy. Yeah, um, my, my milkman was called Trevor. You're, you have a milkman? I did when I was a kid. We don't have them now. This is a That's a story for a whole other time. Um, he brought me toys once, but that is a different story for another time. It's not a paedophile story. I just want to clear that up now. It, he brought me He-Man toys, but I'll go into that on in the next episode. Okay, we'll do that on okay. the next one. So right. Gary's a very, um, it's like a very poverty-stricken city nowadays. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe maybe for always. I, I don't know much about the history. But yeah, all I know about is that Michael Jackson's from there. And when I drive through it, it's not necessarily the, the what's the right word? It's just not as booming as it used to be. Shithole? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Okay. So, he starts hearing about this um, film, um, this house on the news, where they've had to be exercised. Oh my god, your sound cut out again. Did it? Oh, now you're back. I don't I don't okay. know what's happening. You're fine. Okay, get in editing. <laughs> um, so... He hears about this on the news and then decides to go and buy the house for $35,000. Not seeing the house or anything. Right. So, he, yeah, he buys it, buys it completely sight unseen based on all these like terrible things that have been happening in it that he's yeah. heard of. Yeah, some of the things that were happening in there. The house filled with flies in the middle of winter and they couldn't get rid of them. Wet boot prints appeared on the floor coming from the basement to the kitchen. Um, the 12-year-old girl who was possessed levitated above her bed. 
Chelsea obviously's got involved and they were like, What the fuck is going on? I'll get into that a bit more. The family turned into religion and built an altar in the basement and recited Psalm 91, which is, You will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by the day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. It's more of a poem, really. Um, Clairvoyants claimed that more than 200 demons had infested the home. Bollocks. Um, Anna's children began showing signs of possession. They were arguing with each other, speaking in tongues, weird voices, climbing up walls, everything like that. Uh, the demons grew violent and attacked the children, and also they went to live at the brother's house because they were like, fuck this shit. And the demons followed him there, and he was the little boy was thrown into the wall and lifted up without anyone touching him. And, um, and there's a whole list of stuff like that. The police saw it firsthand, and the police refused to go onto the property. Everything. Yeah, there are scenes where the the police officers like refuse to walk inside when there's like clearly something going on. Yeah, but then Zach's friend texts him, who's a psychic, and says, "You don't want to go near that house. There's a twelve foot demon in there from his dream, which he's not told anyone about." And That's right. The guy sees the same like demonic figure that Zach saw in a dream, but yeah. like allegedly didn't tell anyone about it. Yeah, and then he says it's an 8 out of 10 on the demon scale. Now, I've Googled this. Is there a demon scale? Only in fucking computer games. So, unless this guy's playing Dark Souls, then he's making this shitting demon scale thing up. It's so, that's not... what he's basing it on. Yeah, he's saying it's an 8 out of 10 on the demon scale, which I think he's just made up. That's made up. Yeah, but then um, apparently somebody said, like said, there's 200 demons that are haunting it. But so the kids with the kids of the Ammon family were talking about death with each other, and to nobody. So you'd hear them talking about death, and no one was there. So um, he goes to talk to the family, but they won't talk to him because he's been in the house. They're like, no, fuck that shit. You're going to bring something. So, the, he speaks to his brother. And his brother's like, oh, yeah, they were doing this and that. And now they won't let the brother back in the house in case the spirit's attached to him. Because they're like, so, these people are really fucking scared of this. So, you know, I can imagine it was really scary for them. But there's a bit where um, there's a woman from the Child Protection Service called Valerie Washington. And she saw the kid possessed and he walked backwards up a wall in a hospital. With this child psychologist there. I forgot about her. Yeah, so she's like, it caused her to move away and get therapy. Because she's like, no. But then... um, there's a police captain called Charles Austin, and he's quite possibly my favourite person in this. Um, just because there's a bit where he's like, I, I've slept out, something happened to him, and he's like, oh yeah, I was unconscious for a month, a, a minute, a minute. And I'm like, how did you get that wrong? But 
Um, no, he's awesome. Um, so they went downstairs in the basement and they were looking. And underneath the stairs that go to the basement, there was just dirt and everything else was concrete. And they dug it up and they found a fake nail, some women's panties, kids' socks, coat and a red box. So they were like, what's this? And the priest says it's necromancy. But when he drove away after doing that, his AM FM radio went to static and he heard a voice saying something to him. But so again, it could be a coincidence with putting the cynical hat on. But so, well, here's the thing is if Zach Baggins is approaching people making a documentary yeah, people might exaggerate their experiences in the house. The thing that got me was there was that family, the woman who had lived there as a child, claimed yeah, that she claimed that she saw shit. Um, and so at that point, I'm like, oh, she's just making this up for the movie. But then allegedly, her teenage daughter, after being in the house, uh, tried to uh, try to kill herself. Yeah, I mean that, and that's the one that made me less critical of it yeah i don't think they just turned up though i don't think they just turned up on a day trip of hey let's go see this house that i used to live in just now haunted i because the whole part the first part of the film was that no one's talking to him so i start thinking that's right yeah because people were like refusing to meet with him but then all of a sudden this like woman shows up yeah, so I think Zach started spreading a bit of money round. Um, well, no, because there's some squatters in the house when he goes there. That's right. And he pays them to leave. And the squatter guy who's in there, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, man, um, I'll tell you the stories. And he's like, oh, yeah, he goes, oh, but, you know, it's a market. The Hollywood producers are there. He goes, you know, you have to sit down. You're offering me peanuts. And I'm like, I, like you said, I've never been to Gary, Indiana. You've drove through it. It's not the most prosperous town. So if you're squatting in a house that's supposedly haunted by 200 demons, you're not in the best financial situation. No, so no. if anyone's going to give you money, you're going to go, shit, yeah, it's haunted. Whereas his no, fiance was like, no, it's not haunted. I've not seen anything. Right. So. No, there's there's a lot to to question. I, but that's how it is with like even the Ghost Adventure show, because sometimes there are some things that seem somewhat legit or at least questionable and and confusing. But then there are so many things that are like, well, you're clearly exaggerating or reacting just you know for the show. Yeah, I mean, there is a lot of things that happened to people who went there. So, yeah. let's go through this. The CPS worker who lived there, who went there, not the one who quit, it's the one after. That's right. She got three broken ribs from jet skiing, a third degree burn from the motorbike, a broken hand from when she hit a table, and a broken ankle from running. Now, I'm not saying she's quit, but Shit like that can happen. It happened in, within 30 days, but jet skiing, people get broken ribs all the time. Third degree burns from motorbike. You know, 
shit's hot on them things can happen. She hit a table and broke her hand. Right. Kind of, you know, what you expect. And broken ankle from running, that can happen. But then the home inspector who went in, he returned home from the house and he nearly got hit by a tree while he was driving his car. And then he said that night he was choked by an unseen force while he was sleeping. And then he developed cancer soon after. That's I forgot about that. Yeah. But then the priest, right? This is the guy who's done the exorcism, right? Right. You know, the demons are going to be after him, right? His bike seat turned 45 degrees while he was driving. That's it. I don't remember that. Yeah, he said he was cycling and people were looking at him and he was like, what's wrong? And then he noticed that his bike seat had turned 45 degrees. Oh. I'm like, like, fucking come on. Just stop trying to get in the story. That's, yeah, that seems, Mm. that seems not, not real. Yeah. But the police captain, right, my favourite guy, he slipped on ice and knocked himself out, right? Yeah, that's And then, bad. yeah, so you slip on ice all the time. It happens. Yeah. And then he was on a home invasion and he got shot. That's right. And he yeah. and he was like, oh, I've never been shot on duty before. And right. But, or I could, I could be talking on my ass. No, but no, I he was. It, was. it was sort of out of the ordinary for him. Yeah, but I'm sort of like, you're a policeman going on a home invasion, you get shot. It's not that big a surprise, really, in America. I mean, in England it would be, but in America, no. Um, Right. But yeah, but the woman who turned up, Mika, her daughter, she OD'd and stabbed herself in the wrists. She couldn't remember going to the house. She threatened to kill her mum. And when she was in the hospital, she sat up. And she had a number six carved on her back. So that that, that girl's story scared me the most. Yeah, because she was like can't remember anything. I mean, she must be like about fourteen, fifteen, or something. She was very young. Yeah. Yeah, and she went to the house, then left, and then she went mad. But the worst one I think is Debbie Constantino. So if you do watch Ghost Adventures, you'll know her from there. Um, basically on this... She oh, I ch- forgot about her. Yeah, she tried to make contact with the demon. She's a, she's a, a, a medium, right? Yeah. Okay. So her and her husband are always on Ghost Adventures. Uh, like the, Zach says like that, them two are family to him. She tried to make contact with the demon directly over the thing. Two months after, she was murdered with her roommate by a husband who then killed himself and apparently he was the nicest guy ever and they had no problems uh, right they had been married like for they had been married for a while they had been on like the show before and then he just like snapped and, and killed her right yeah her and her roommate yeah so it's <sighs> With that one, I'm kind of like, okay, now I think something's going on. Where that was like, that's between that and the teenage girl. There, yeah. Like I, I, I'm like one of those. Like I go back and forth between believing things like that. 
but those two stories make me lean on the side of yeah that shit's real yeah and then these next two it's sort of where, where am I okay shit's getting real you brought a guy in called Barry Taff who's a psycho physiologist um he basically measures like magnetic waves and everything like that um he came into the house saying oh, it could be geomagnetic and it wasn't. But then they started getting readings from nothing in particular. So it wasn't a wall or the floor. It was something that was floating. And then they were getting it off Zach. And the meter started getting off. And it was around 8 to 12 million times the reading that it should be. Just coming off Zach. And then Zach started lunging at him. Feeling angry and then went away. And then... I don't take... Zach's reactions. No. Because he reacts a lot on Ghost Adventures um, over things that end up being like debunked and explained. Yeah. But, um, what was it? Yeah, so when they get through with the camera, they notice this black anomaly that comes out of the wall and it's following the doctor, but it goes into the cameraman and they took it to a dude from NASA. He was a video engineer for 30 years, and he says it's not a shadow, it's not a hand. That's right, he it's... couldn't find, like, dust or anything wrong yeah. with the camera. So there was different intensities on the mass and everything. So the cameraman in question is called Adam, and this is where he gets fucking crazy. He starts acting weird and goes to the basement alone, and they find him lying down there. And then to go back to the hotel and he starts to vomit blood and talking in a weird voice to Zach. And then... Is this the guy that goes... Uh, they're like at the elevator and he goes... Yeah. Yeah. So, and in the hallway and he's screaming and going like, fucking pussy, come and do something fucking more and all this shit. And um, go back into the room and he's saying to Zach like, I went in there and I saw this horrible face and that's why I screamed for you. And he's like, I want to go back to the house. I want to take it on. And then Zach's like, what did you see? And he's like, you know what? Basically, like, throughout this whole thing, everyone's drawn to the house. Yeah, and they say, like, when people are taken over by it, they seem lost in thought and confused. But then... But, the same... Okay, but in, in our defense, Zach kind of always seems like that. Yeah, he always does. He's sort of like, oh, I better play up. Um, but at the same time this was happening, uh, Dr. Taff, um, he was upstairs and he heard a bell in his ear go bing and he woke up and he was bleeding from both of his ears. So this Adam dude says cut the cameras, all this stuff. Dr. Taff goes home and within a, two days all his organs shut down in his body. That's like right, his organs start failing. Yeah, and they don't know why, and to this day, they don't know why they failed. They all just started shutting down. And then Zach goes to the bath. He tells Zach, Ad, next day, Adam tells Zach he needs to go to the bathroom in the house, smash the mirror and slit his throat. So he, Zach removes him from the crew, but this guy refuses help. So in... Traditional Zach Bagan style, he decides to board himself in the house overnight. So he boards up all the windows, like you would, like you know, an abandoned house. And he boards himself 
up in the house and it looks like a low budget film in there and he's saying, Oh, I'm scared to turn the lights off. Right. So for this being the big fucking climax of the film I only... I was I, I was upset. Right. I watched it back and I was like, Oh shit, loads happens. Two things happen. One at twelve forty seven and it is freaky. He hears a voice in the w- w- kitchen going, that's my baby. Like that. And he's like, what? Then 4.51 a.m. He's in his bed and you can hear the footsteps and a demonic voice. And he's there going, get away, scream, leave me alone. Then he screams about his eyes are hurting. So he said, like, the next day, his eyes cross. He gets double vision. And he's got depoplia which is a serious eye condition. Doctors don't know why, and now he has to wear prism glasses because his condition's permanent. So staying the night in that house has fucked his vision. So, like I said, to go back to what's happened, um, Adam's refusing to talk to Zach or anyone about the house. I know I've messaged him to try and get him to talk to us, but he won't. Um, He's got six... Did you message him? Yeah, I totally did. Found him on Instagram and messaged him and he ghosted me. Oh, shit. Yeah, motherfucker. Um, but he's got... I'm kind of glad, though, because if he is possessed by something, you know, I, I yeah. don't want to I don't want to give you the interview to do because I totally wouldn't do it. Um, I'm too scared. I, I wouldn't. Yeah. So he decides to... This house that's evil and a portal to hell. He's like, oh, I'm just going to demolish it. So knocks it down and it's gone, and um, he's kept the basement stairs and some dirt from underneath the stairs, and apparently people do satanic rituals on there. So that's steaming house in a nutshell. Um, it is a lot better than I've described it. Um, if you watch it, just I'd say take it with a pinch of salt, but it is an enjoyable watch. And but it, one it question: for, Well, for as much as I made fun of Zach Baggins, the it is kind of freaky. It is, but this is one thing I can't shake. In Ghost Adventures, they've got all this equipment like that you can see anomalies like walking like people and things yeah. like that. Why the fuck didn't he use any of that? Yeah, I don't think they even use the... Um, they didn't even the, use EVP. The, yeah, I was going to say, is that the thing that does the uh, voice? Yeah, the ghost box thing. You didn't Except use anything. Yeah, the ghost box. You didn't use anything like that, and I'm sort of like... No, that was disappointing. Because yeah. you would think that, it, you know, if you do believe in that technology and you do believe in the, like, demons being in the house, that that would be, like, the number one thing you'd fucking break out is, like, oh, let's have the demons come talk to me now. Yeah, but... He didn't use any of that, so kind of that raises a question of why didn't you do that? And also, he didn't have the regular Ghost Adventures crew. He just right. had a bunch of other people. So that's for me, that's kind of disappointing because I love those guys. But it is enjoyable. It's worth a watch. And if you tweet about it, he will slide into your DMs telling you to like it and do all this stuff and then never talk to you again. <laughs> Until he hears this and probably tries to sue us. He or will break your heart. Like he, he will. Heart. Slid into my DMs, got me all excited, okay. and then ghosted me. And just ruined it. He did. 
But I still love you, Zach, with your messed up eyes and everything. I know. I do feel bad about that. Yeah, kind of, but I'm pretty sure he's rich enough to, you know, have corrective surgery. You know, he has a museum now. In yeah, this. he's got another show, um, one where, yes. um, yeah, they brought the Annabelle doll to him. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, and they were like, don't touch it. And then he's like, oh, I, I feel like I need to touch it. No, of, no. of fucking course. And then he's like, at this point, when I was confused, I touched the doll. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, you're confused. Fuck off. But, um, yeah, yeah, uh, they brought the Annabelle doll. I think it's called Haunted Possessions or something. Uh, Is it all about, because he, like, collects haunted things. Yeah, it's all about, it's literally about his um, museum he's got. Think deadly it is Possessions, there we go. That's the one, yeah, Deadly Possessions. So it's either the Annabelle doll or the Robert doll that they bring and he touches and then gets shouted at. Interesting. I yeah. need to watch that. I, have, I haven't watched that. I've, I've only ever watched Ghost Adventures. Yeah, you should watch. It's worth watching. It's because it's a good one. So, yeah, that's Demon House. Give it a watch. Yeah. I'll give it, you know, I'll give it 7 out of 10. It's worth watch, but if you watch it the second time, you probably... I feel like you need... You have to watch Ghost Adventures if you've never seen yeah. it. You have to watch it before you watch Demon House because you need to understand, like, who Zack is and his persona to fully appreciate Demon House. Yeah, because if you don't know who Zack Bagans is and you watch this, you're going to just think, we're a prick. Really? Yeah. No, you're going to have a very bad image of Zack. Yeah, but, I mean... You might anyway. I don't know. Yeah, he's... He's an entertainer. He he does this stuff, but he knows it's entertainment. That's why it's got 16 seasons of the show. If he was boring as fuck, he wouldn't get that much. So... Is that how much... They, is how many seasons do they have? Yeah, I'm on six, season 16 now. Oh, you're not joking. Yeah, no, 16 seasons. Oh, shit. First, ep- first aired in 2008. Yeah, so that's like 10 years now. Production locations. Oh, they, yeah, they've been like all over the, the uh, world. Yeah, they've got some like in Ireland and England and stuff like that as well. I was listening to a podcast that I can't... Oh, I was listening to, to Lore. And he... Aaron Mankey mentioned, I'm going to fuck it up, that that island in Italy that was, like, uh, where they would send, like, sick people. Oh. It's off of Venice, like, sort of off the coast of Venice. Oh, what's going on? I'm going to fuck it up. It starts with a P. But, like, Ghost Adventures goes there, but when he was talking about it in lore, I was like, "Why why do I know this island? Um... So yeah, Ghost Adventures, what I'm trying to say is that Ghost Adventures has made me so incredibly cultured. (laughs) Even more so than we already are. Pavalia, Pavalia. I I found it. Well done. (laughs) Uh, But it's like P-O-V-E-G-L-I-A, Pavalia. Interesting history. Um, You should watch the Ghost Adventures when they go there because it's kind of cool because you could you know, sort of see firsthand what it looks like now. But 
Yeah, I would all I would just say watch an episode or two of Ghost Adventures, watch the Pavalia episode, and then watch Demon House. And is there anywhere can you watch Demon House on Amazon or Um I think it's available to buy on Amazon. It's not on Prime, but you'll be able to purchase it, so Yeah. It's worth it. Um it possibly may be available on YouTube for free if you look. But oh, it's on iTunes as well. Yeah, I think I, I think we both watched it on YouTube, right? Yeah, I was going to try and stay away from us watching it illegally. Don't <laughs> go to YouTube. Don't no, watch don't. it. Don't, because the one anyone on there now has got Spanish subtitles. So. Spend your hard-earned money on it. Yeah, spend your money on it, because that vegan's ghosted me. Please, <laughs> please buy Demon House so you can pay Zach Bagan's phone bill so he can ghost Yan again. Yeah, and then he's going to have to buy lots of prizes to make up for it. I I think to make up for it, he could just do an interview with us. He could do. So if if you by any chance you'll listen to this, please do an interview with us. Please, it'd be really nice. Mario did it, you know, and Mario's cool. So oh, he's so cool. And if you don't do it, then you know, fuck you. you. I bet George would do an interview. George would totally do an interview. He would. But I would never um, exploit him like that. No, not George. No, not George. You leave my George alone so that begins. Leave leave him alone. Leave George alone. God damn it. He's giving me a purple-themed bedroom. I love him. I'll send you a picture of him. I think... That last thing we were going to talk about, I think we should save it for the next... Um, episode. Yeah, because it's like five past two. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, you need to go to bed. We've been talking for almost an hour and a half. Yeah, so it was a good show, though. It was a good show. I enjoyed it. Once we um, got recording. So, yeah. Um, yeah, stay tuned, because there's going to be more episodes, obviously. We're not going to one and done you. That'd be ridiculous. That'd be so Zach Bagans. Be, I mean, we're not going to pull a Zach Bagans on you. Like, why would we... We're, we're decent people. We would never. Um, Choke we'll me, daddy. Back. Choke me, daddy. Yeah, to work it in there. I was just thinking she didn't work in the other one. Uh, yas queen. Yas queen. Well, we did our first episode, so yas queen. Yeah, choke me, daddy. Choke me, daddy. That's Check what we uh, is Should that be our tagline? Uh, yeah, choke me, daddy. <gasps> choke me, film daddy. It all comes full circle. Anyway, <laughs> you can find us at filmdaddy.com and on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and here, which is going to be hopefully everywhere that you can listen to podcasts. But if you go to filmdaddy.com, it'll direct you to everywhere you need to go. Um, if you're a filmmaker, then please, please let us review your film. Yeah, if you're a writer, that. you can you can write for us. Yeah, we've got like me, you, and Jay, isn't it? Who writes? Yeah, Jay rocks. He's done yeah. one article, but I like him. Yeah, I'm trying to get him to do the new Spider-Man game article. Yeah. Yeah, because the new Spider-Man game's awesome. If you haven't played it, fucking go play it. It's awesome. I'm talking to you, Brittany. I'm not gonna. I'm very bad at video games. I don't. I do not play. You suck. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> so yeah. 
Sorry, I've been coughing so much. Filmdaddy.com. Find us there. We will be back for another episode sometime. Hopefully soon. Soon. It will be soon. In a more respectable time in England. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, goodbye. Take care. Bye.